1: stop by the lounge now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet this is gonna be good that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
0: Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller?
1: I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh,
0: you got fleeced. Next caller?
1: I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan.
0: That's not a
2: bad deal.
1: It is not. Our
2: best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Offers vary by device subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See ATT.com slash Samsung for details.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. Let's get your flex on. Here's
0: Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
2: Another playoff edition of I Want Your Flex. Hit Mike up at Swollen Dome. You can find me at Dan Beyer on Fox and our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, is here as well. Find him at Ryan Bershinger. Guys, we gonna do a little fantasy look, but also just a little game look as we've got four games coming up in playoff weekend, divisional playoffs, and it all starts Saturday in Baltimore as a whole. I don't know about you guys, I feel pretty good about this slate. I think that Bill's Chiefs takes up a lot of air in the room, but I do find interesting conversations, obviously, with San Francisco and Green Bay. The Lions are a story of themselves, but even even the, uh, the leadoff hitter with the Ravens and, and Texans, I could find some energy. I can find some fun in that game for what we've seen, not only with the Lamar Jackson narrative, but also just the emergence of C.J. Stroud and the Texans.
4: No, that's just it. I mean, with the eight teams we've got remaining, there's storylines for days. I mean, how much have we talked about Baker Mayfield all week uh, coming off of that huge win uh, and thumping of of Philadelphia? You know, we we look at Lamar Jackson, the presumptive MVP, but nothing's complete until he actually makes it deep into the playoffs. Right. Josh Allen, same same storyline for Detroit. Are they now, you know, in the and I hate the phrase, but I'll use it here: the old house money uh, part of the equation, sure. you know, where they have already gotten to a play, to the playoffs, they've already won a game. Uh, people are all complaining about how much it costs to go to a game. You've had thirty bleeping years. Shut the hell up. Um, you know, I just all the way down the line, you've got stories for days and, and C.J. Stroud. Where does he go in your top ten? I'm asking that question already, so it's a beautiful thing. Not just for fantasy purposes, but for the actual NFL, uh, given the poise and and brilliance that he's displayed this year. So, yeah, it's just storylines everywhere.
2: I actually would think, just quickly, is that – Buccaneers Lions actually has the least amount of pizzazz for me. Like I don't know, I find a little bit more juice with Texans Ravens, and I think that those are the two. I don't know if maybe I'm just expecting a Lions win, and that it's going to be status quo. And I know a Lions win shouldn't be expected considering Mike what you just talked about the 30 years. But um, and and maybe who knows? Maybe the Lions fans are peacocking a little bit. But even that matchup, I'm not even sure. I texted, I tweeted, excuse me, uh, in the week that if. 1986 would see the Buccaneers and Lions in a divisional playoff game. Their minds would be freaking blown, but that's what we've got. (laughs) Um, And it's, it's, but it's still to me kind of running under the radar of these other matchups.
5: Yeah, I, I I agree with you, Dan. Where I like this uh this Texans Ravens matchup a little more because I think there's just there's great intrigue on both sides. I think with the Bucks, um, it's cool what what Baker Mayfield's doing, but I am very much anticipating the, the Lions to win that game. I wouldn't be shocked though if the Bucks are able to pull that out because of the fact that that the Bucks offense under Baker, especially the second half of the season, does pretty well um against defenses that are like the lions which are not very good against against the pass game um so that that i do find that interesting but yeah starting off with this this texans ravens matchup uh unfortunate for, for the the texans are, are get one less day of rest right did they play on sunday or am i remembering that correctly they played on saturday okay so, so they're, a full they're fine yeah. all right well, well good for them then so then, then the uh, the ravens uh, uh get that extra week though um I mean, this game should very well go to the Ravens, but I I think... When you're talking about house money, as you mentioned, Harmon, we have a handful of teams in this in this postseason that are playing with house money, and the Texans are absolutely one of them, given the fact that you didn't really expect C.J. Stroud to to have such an impact in his rookie season. So the fact that, that Stroud not only took the team to the playoffs but won a playoff game right off the bat, I think that's tremendous house money for them. And when, when you have a team like this, which has a, a high fire-powered offense uh, with, you know, kind of whatever to play for like obviously they're they're going to want to win of course but uh, probably not with the expectations that they're going to win I think that makes them even more dangerous I, I, I think you can relate that to the Packers as well they're in the exact same situation where they get in with house money and now they're just kind of letting loose and letting things fly and that, that could easily lead to upsets
4: empty the playbooks get after it in a, in a big way obviously uh, the looking at the houston receiving core uh it's it's shallow so that, yeah. that's one thing uh although humphrey's not playing for the ravens so you know a little bit of uh equalization going in there but you know what you've seen between stroud and nico collins and and i i think it's you know a good point bursh when you talk about you know being in the uh, we can empty the playbook right this isn't a um you know conservative in any way shape or form whatever we've got left uh let's let's throw every uh, big right hook uh and the kitchen sink that we can so it, it's curious right it's, it's all about pass rushes how much is mark andrews uh gonna play a factor on the baltimore yeah. side of things the running game now you're you're elevating delvin cook anybody Anybody? Uh, <laughs> so, the Melvin you know, Gordon
2: era now over yeah. in Baltimore. Uh, uh. Yeah, he
4: had a good run, but uh, he had one good run. But it's now the, <laughs> the you, you move forward, and, and you know for the Ravens, like it's all it, it's all been the other Harbaugh for the last several months. Now it's John's time to shine.
2: I I will I will point to two things here, and it's a full circle moment for us. I remember in week one of the NFL season and looking for a survivor pick and myself, like many, took the Ravens over the Texans and that cashed in. But if you look at that game, it was a 25 to nine final. This is a this is a Texans team that, again, we thought Damian Pierce was going to be the lead guy. Mm -hmm. Right now, Damian Pierce is returning kicks. You know, it's the Devin Singletary show. There is a a, a a semblance of a running game that they now have with the Texans. And the
4: offensive line is intact.
2: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I just think like what we saw, and I know the Eagles are a different team, but the Texans are a different team. The Eagles blew out the Buccaneers in week two. And that was a game where uh, Philly dominated on the ground. And you see what difference a season makes. And in this scenario, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have no room for rust because that week one game is distant memory. C.J. Stroud threw a touchdown pass in every game that he completed but two of them this season. One was against Carolina where they lost. The other was week one against the Ravens. He was knocked out of that Jets game. As we're not going to hold that against him. But like to talk about like what a different player and what a different team they are, yeah, it's I, I I took the Texans in in a picks contest plus nine and a half. I took Houston with that because I just don't think Baltimore blows this team out. Heck, they only beat them by sixteen in Week One. You know they sacked Stroud five times at that time, but just a different sort of team, different sort of feel. I I would be shocked if the Texans won the game, but I wouldn't be as shocked as I think uh, some people think Baltimore is just an overwhelming favorite.
4: Definitely take them plus the nine and a half. Too many big plays out there, uh, whether it be Schultz or Collins or out of the backfield, now that you have some semblance of the run game. And that offensive line, I mean, Laramie Tunzel, I don't think got enough love uh, nationally for what he did. Uh, last yeah. week so uh, we'll see if they can get a repeat performance against roquan smith and and all those beasts up front for baltimore
5: and if you are looking at like daily fantasy uh options with uh with this round i don't think lamar's that great of a play i'd no. probably rather have cj sure. Stroud on and on the side of this game because again hey that's that's going to be a ton of throwing there i could easily see lamar having one of those games where we saw it a lot throughout the season he threw for like 150 yards and a touchdown you know and and kind of ran a little bit you know gus edwards ends up with three touchdowns this well is stuff that's just like it that.
4: he gets the opposite of the uh the jalen hurts stats line yep. right yeah <laughs> yep. for most of the season craptastic passing numbers but a couple of rushing touchdowns saved your fantasy day
2: could yeah. could we have it back to back where green bay then puts up the fight against the 49ers or is their luck ran out
4: i think they get uh i think they get worked
2: it's i do just as well
4: <laughs> gut, just just the gut feeling and i picked them to win last week yeah. I went 5 and yeah. 1 stupid rams and and more so the defense not being able to do anything rather than everybody complaining about a penalty that should have been called at the 4 minute mark of the game but <laughs> uh the the gut just says the the 49ers and that defense go to work that that extra week was uh, immensely helpful for them in getting ready for this one
2: there is in- And Bursch is obviously the show's noted Packers fan. I will say, if there was anything that would make me question, the 49ers defense has not been what we thought it would be. Sure. uh, Maybe at the beginning of the season or the addition of Chase Young and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. I I will say I think I'm taking Green Bay in the points in this one. I think it's more competitive. Plus, the one thing that I like about Green Bay, and we saw it in full effect on Sunday – was Aaron Jones's production, and mm-hmm. he has not been healthy for a majority of the season. Essentially, the breakout game in week one, and then he was hurt in that game, so he never got a really fully healthy Aaron Jones, and now he did again, and we saw what he did against Dallas. I think he could do that against San Francisco, so I do like an Aaron Jones situation, there and the go. Packers at least keeping it close.
4: I do want to ask the, uh, the question, since nobody else will in, in America. Did he go to Germany? and get, like, a treatment or, or something? Because, <laughs> like, he, sure. he look, he's running like a guy that didn't take a hit all year. Yeah. You know, the yeah. last four weeks. Like, he's shot out of a cannon, and, and the fact that A.J. Dillon hasn't been there to leech carries has been all the better yes. for him. But it, it's just been kind of curious to watch a guy who was, let's face it, I mean, he's banged up, and we talked about it a lot during the season, fellas, of how ineffective he was and and whether he was a back-end RB2 and now he's running through walls
2: there are a and lot he's of probably,
4: yeah, he's probably your top 3 or top 4 this week.
2: I don't know if you went to Germany. There are a lot of German townships in Wisconsin. I mean, even <laughs> yeah, by where I bad. live, there's the town of Hamburg, Berlin, uh, literally just minutes from my house. So, <laughs> I don't know, Mike, maybe maybe in one of those small unincorporated towns there's a, you know, a a, a doctor that is <laughs> spinning an evil web of of immediate success, but he he has been the difference maker and and was in that game against the Cowboys because then Dallas That's why Jordan Love also had time to throw the ball on third and seven and find Romeo Dobbs over the middle and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Dontavian Wicks and those guys. But if if Aaron Jones doesn't get it going, then it's going to end up like you guys, I think, uh, feel that it's going to end up playing out.
5: I I do as house money is is the word of this this playoffs right. I think with the Packers getting to the playoffs, I thought was phenomenal for for this season and the way that Jordan Love ended the season, I thought it boded well for for everything. I didn't expect them to beat the Cowboys as I talked about last week, but I said the the one way that i see the packers winning this game is if the cowboys beat themselves and they did but also jordan love went off and the packers looked fantastic so um i'm very happy to be wrong about that uh i will i will pick the 49ers and hope that i do the exact same thing as i did last week where i just say yeah i think the the niners are gonna win this game they're the better team and then the the packers come out and jordan love throws five touchdowns um (laughs)
4: let's let's be honest you know you're gonna get to do it again next year because Mm -hmm. well the cowboys brought everybody back
2: yeah <laughs> at
4: least uh, as of uh, this recording we're expecting everybody back uh,
2: <laughs> so imagine funny. dan quinn getting a head coaching job and i'm saying I, that I, as a seahawks how? fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i'm like so scared to death oh. like of just stuff yeah it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Luke Musgrave I, I, was more open than any person
5: has been this entire season. Yes. And that's statistically accurate. <laughs> it was, that, Man, that that play was, that was incredible.
2: Play. <laughs> you know, here's here's the other thing, though. There's two things that we raved about with the Cowboys and with their defense. It would be like Demarcus Lawrence getting sacks, right? Mm-hmm. And then we were obsessed with Deron Bland and then the season before Trayvon Diggs getting mm-hmm. interceptions. Mm-hmm. But we know that, that you know Trayvon things would be burned just as many interceptions that he got, and Bland getting burned a couple of times of the same thing. So like it's it's like steals in the NBA. It's not as great of a stat as you think it is, and I think that's reflective in the Cowboys defensively. How did this turn into Cowboys talk? But hey, we, we got there somehow. You got okay. So so just so we're on record, you like the you both like the Niners to cover over Green Bay. Yeah, and I'm taking Green Bay, uh, Niners offensively. Just I assume everybody daily fantasy throw them in. Uh, nobody to be concerned about yeah. at all.
4: Yeah, no. Shuffle up and deal.
2: All right. Are we all on the Texans plus the points?
5: Burst? Plus nine and a half. Yeah. yeah. I I would I would take the Ravens to win, but yeah, plus nine and a half.
4: I'd take the okay. Texans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we like because they're going to keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Like sure. That, they, I don't think you get a lay down effort like you had with Philadelphia or some of these other squads that you saw down the stretch and into the the first round of the playoffs.
2: There's a look at the Saturday games. Mike, Ryan, and myself will be back for a look at Sunday's doubleheader. That's next year on I Want
3: Your Flex. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
6: Let's go places.
2: All right, let's look at Sunday Fun Day, fellas. He's my Carmen. I'm Dan Pyre. That's Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer. Buccaneers and Lions getting things <laughs> off at yeah. Ford Field. Um, I on the on the surface, I love Detroit in this game. I the Buccaneers of all the teams that we talk about that are underdogs entering this weekend, the Buccaneers to me feel like the team where. All right, this is where the luck runs out. And I know you could make a case for the Packers and you can make a case for the Texans, but I don't know, just something. Maybe it's the NFC South. Um, Bill Belichick wanting to apparently coach there. I think it tells you a lot about that <laughs> division. He's gonna be interviewing with the Falcons for a second time, like just the whole thing. I think that the run ends for the Buccaneers. And I know it contradicts a bit what Bert said earlier in what what Tampa has done, but uh, I like the energy in Ford Field on Sunday, Mike.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at it as a uh, I need Tampa Bay to win <laughs> <laughs> for myriad reasons. Um, look, um, we go back to October uh, 15th. So uh, on my birthday. Yes, uh, I was going gonna say. to say the to the old conversation. Uh, it was a 20 to six bucks win. Big yardage for Jared Goff, right? Three fifty plus a couple of touchdowns. They did. Uh, the Buccaneers got him three times, three sacks, but they didn't cause any turnovers. I mean, that's the tale of the tape. That's their only way of winning this game is getting consistent pressure on golf. And we saw it even last week with the Rams. When they got pressure on golf, he was 0 for 5. Yeah. When they didn't. He had time. He sat. They got the run, their routes. Timing was on, and, and away you go. Add that to the bulldozer of the run game, uh, and, and away you go. I. I but I need this to go my way, and and for the Bucks, not just because my parents are down in Clearwater and they uh, they love everything Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield uh, and, and all these guys. Uh, it's I can't deal with Smith if they win.
2: I can't do any more. I told you. He's, so. he's uh, it, oh, it's his prediction. All right. I don't know if he adopted yeah, the Lions because he vacations in Detroit or not. But. Well,
4: that's part. Of, that's <laughs> part of it. Right? All right. It was the adoption of Michigan, yeah. And then the, you know, with the wife, uh, wife's college plus her family, and now the Lions was the prediction. But it seems to be picking up steam again because of the wife and the family. So I can't do it, man. I can't go through another three weeks of this. <laughs>
5: uh the bucks to me feel like um destiny (laughs) no i'm just kidding
2: (laughs) (laughs) this isn't
5: the team of the decade um no it feels like they're just a lesser version of the lions in that like everything the bucks do well uh the lions do the same but better and everything the bucks are bad at the the lions are also bad at, but not as bad. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Like that's Rashad kind of... White's nice, but yeah. you'd rather have Gibbs and Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, it's right? a bit
4: of the Spider-Man meme. I'll yeah. give
2: you that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um. you know, there is Evans and, uh, and Godwin, but uh, then you've got St. Brown and- uh laporta sorry k dotten didn't uh yeah. didn't put him in that one
6: hey
4: catch the ball k dot <laughs> mike evans for that matter i mean think about how lopsided that game more it could have been it's kind of like the houston game uh it could have gotten away from cleveland even earlier uh but for a couple of passes so you know same thing here yeah k dotten needs to be big here i think palmer's the wild card mm-hmm in all of this, right? Yep. He made the uh, Eagles secondary look a bit silly, falling all over themselves. But you have that speed merchant, uh, a little different element than what you have in Evans and Godwin. If you can get him involved, 39 catches during the regular season. So there there's there would be my daily fantasy ninja nice. of a guy. If, if they're going to pull the upset here, he's going to have to make a player
2: I Guys, I'm, I'm going to say it right here. Before we even get to Bill's Chiefs, If we get a Buccaneers Chiefs Super Bowl, that that is Armageddon. That's worst case scenario. Okay. It is think about it. Not only it's a rematch of three years ago and neither team is as good. Yeah. Like that's where we are with this. Like that's what we would get. And I know like there's a lot of things that have to happen, but yeah, if thinks if the Buccaneers win on Sunday, oh man, we're a step closer to that. That would be, that would be my. I wouldn't even go. I would. I would just. I would tell Fox cancel. You know this. I'm not going. No. No dice. No way. I don't want to see this. That would be atrocious. I just. I could not handle a Buccaneers Chiefs Super Bowl again.
4: Do, do we have a, an over under of how many times Eminem will be shown? Since we did all these nonsensical things, to out, uh, Taylor Swift every time she showed up. Do we have any Eminem uh, odds out there that you guys are aware of?
2: I I do not. Uh, I don't. They may have odds on if he wears a Kyle check wife jacket, walking <laughs> nice. in. That could be because that's all the rage as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure if we have an over under on Eminem sightings. <laughs> they, they, Ryan Field, our our former buddy here. Well, he's he's our current buddy, but our former co-worker here at Fox Sports had the uh, video that went viral. He was at the Lions game on Sunday, and then they showed Eminem, and then they, the crowd started to sing Lose Yourself. And then they it all died down in the part that nobody knows. Yeah, Like, there are only about, like, five people that could carry the next verse, but everyone just kind of mm-hmm. – It's
4: kind of like the national anthem. Yes. You yeah. know about rockets, red glare, and then that's about – (laughs) oh
5: i I saw that video trending and like i didn't i didn't want to watch it for the exact reason of like if you're not singing along just to the chorus it's gonna get awkward if you're singing along to this entire song (laughs) as as an arena it's gonna have a lot of people mumbling along for 30 seconds and then have like is this really as electric it still was kind of cool but like uh yeah there, there there are some songs where sing along to the entire song. Sure. I don't know if it's the best
2: idea. What <laughs> uh, last point then we could talk Bills and Chiefs or if you guys have any final points about Bucks and Lions. Uh I I I look there's nobody that I would shy away from in any of this. If you yeah. like value with Baker Mayfield, uh, mm. go right ahead. Mm. Um, but nobody I'd shy away. I do feel that the Lions will play looser than they did against the Rams. Mm. I think that the last week game, you're in Sunday night, we all knew what the stakes were and so they were able to navigate through that. Maybe, you know, because Sean McVeigh couldn't figure out what to do in the final five minutes. But
4: call a timeout, Dan. Call a timeout. Just, just, yeah, I mean,
2: fourth, third and fourteen. Just chuck it downfield when we only need a field goal to to take the. Yeah, all crazy. But I do think that Detroit will play uh, mm-hmm. looser than they did in the wild card game, and that helps them.
5: We had uh, Alex Anzalone on um, with uh, with Spanier and Plank uh, right after the game. And one of the things he had mentioned was like, yeah, we were aware of the whole Rams storyline with Goff and, and, and Stafford and everything. And, and we wanted to win for us. And it's the, you know, the extra layer of this is the first time they had won a playoff game in decades. So I think that that pressure definitely kept that game lower scoring than it could have been. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is a shootout on both sides and then the Lions end up scoring 40-something and win.
2: All right, guys, so that's the first game on Sunday in Detroit. Then we go to uh, the game of the weekend, Chiefs-Bills in Buffalo. Mad Dog Russo was not wrong. Like, There's no reason for this game to be played at night in the cold when it's outside, and it's. but that's what they're doing. Uh, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes finally playing a road game. Mike, it's the game of the week. How does the game of the week play out?
4: Will they do a better job if it snows again? Because uh, as we record this, guys, forecast is that there's more uh, – more of the the white stuff coming down. So, are they going to do a better job of actually uh, getting the seats open instead of just the field? Here you sit on a four foot snowdrift. Watching that Steelers watch- fan do his quad
2: workout by just pushing the snow aside made my my quads burn. That was crazy.
4: <laughs> no, I was good. I, I felt pretty good about it. Uh, let's see, twenty to seventeen was the matchup earlier uh, this year. Obviously, it's a, a three point uh, favorite for buffalo as we sit here 45 and a half being the total uh if not now when right you've got a a defense that plays well enough for for buffalo i mean i love what kansas city's d has done all year long so it's it's really does josh allen throw up a bunch of yolo balls Right. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. Does he try to make the spectacular instead of going back to the Rams before? Right. Of do you do take what's given to you uh, and what you need versus uh, I want a little bit more and get a bit greedy to give the ball away. If he plays within himself as he's he's done uh, much of this stretch that they're on, I, I think they win and they advance and they exercise some demons.
5: Yeah, I, I, it's hard because I think the Bills should win this game. I, I think that this is absolutely set up for them. Uh, this is the weakest Chiefs team they've had to face. But, yeah, an excellent defense. And at home um but part of me still and i can't really explain it but i'm i'm picking the chiefs because yeah, you, don't,
4: you don't want to kill them you know to be the man you got to beat the man right? <laughs>
5: yeah yeah well, i've got
4: i've got it with you on some level yeah i
5: i just I, I also feel like the chiefs haven't really had an opportunity to show that they can get it all back together um the uh the the terrible weather last week i mean obviously it's not going to get any better for them but um I, I still think that this this offense has so many pieces that are ready to explode i think travis kelsey has to get it back together at some point point. and given the fact that this this team and that defense knows how to contain the bills I, I part of me really does feel like the chiefs will win this game
2: wow i look at the chiefs and they've kicked I think 82 field goals in their last four games (laughs) they cannot do anything in the red zone and I just don't think that changes and by the way that was where Kelsey and Mahomes excelled Yeah, like especially off script in doing stuff and I for as much as I like the Lions to bounce back from that bugaboo I know Buffalo's not perfect I think Kansas City has shown who they are Mm -hmm. over these last few weeks and I, I just I like I actually like Buffalo's running game with Cook and obviously you include Allen and the emergence of Dalton Kincaid I I just I like them better and I'm not even including Stephon Diggs in any of this I just think Kansas City has shown who they are they could figure out the no offense to Andy Reid he does kick field goals which i'm glad that he does and doesn't just go for it all the time but right. they're also kicking field goals because they're not scoring in the red zone and that's just been a problem and i think with buffalo you're gonna have to score touchdowns at some point and kansas city just has not shown enough of it for me to really trust them to go on the road and do this
4: so travis kelsey's saying he's coming back does you know he decide if, if they get vanquished and he puts up a poor performance do he and jason just go on the road singing in support of my Christmas album. That's it. I'm out.
2: (laughs) See you later. If that happens, Rasheed Rice's value goes skyrocketing in 2024. (laughs) Uh, I I love that guy. I mean, he's a hell
4: of a player. The rest of those receivers, including Kelsey, are you trusting their hands to suddenly work in the frigid cold?
2: I'll say this. I trust Rasheed Rice more than I trust Stephon Diggs in this game. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, So...
4: Target count and, and production, no mm. question about it. I mean, what did we t- when we were talking towards the end of the regular season, Diggs was what, WR50 or lower, yeah. like yeah. five straight weeks.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So I think Rice is a great daily fantasy play. I think the running backs on both sides are, are great daily fantasy plays.
2: Who do you like, Mike, in this one?
4: I t- I'll take the Bills.
2: Okay. I'm with you on the Bills. You got the Chiefs. I'm going to go with it. All right. And then I got the Lions on Sunday. Mike, you've got – I'll take the Bucks. The Bucks we'll go for the ups and the Lions. All right. And then Saturday night, Niners. Yeah, Niners. Mike's got the Niners. Yep. I'll take the Packers with the points. Mm-hmm. And then are we all on the Texans? Was that
4: the it? Texans or were you Ravens Burst?
5: I, I have Ravens winning outright, but I would take okay. Texas
2: yeah. plus nine and a half. Yeah. All right. There it
4: is. Todd Bowles. Can he can he get to Jared Goff and make him Jared Goffian? <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what he did there. Todd Bowles. Dan plays darts. That's what I've always... Todd Bowles is his name. That's always, you know, like bowling. What does Todd do? Todd Bowles. Dan plays darts.
4: Uh,
2: for a decade plus, that's how I've always... I've always, like, read Todd Bowles. Oh, all right. You know they're playing in a dome. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect way to end it. There it is. Yes. Uh, for Mike Carmen and Ryan Bershinger, enjoy the games, inside or outside. It don't matter. I'm Dan Byer. This is I Want Your flex.
1: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
1: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Active's gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Active's users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to SmileActives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.